0: Right. Hello, gang, and welcome into another episode of Marriage Matters with Ken and Shar. Good to have you in. How you doing, honey? Super duper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he asked me this question what every are time, you, six and, years old? and I'm not sure exactly how to answer because I'm doing really good. It's we're indoors. It's day I don't know fifty-seven of the
0: oh gosh. heat dome yeah. over
1: California. So it's, it's what is it hot. supposed to be? One hundred
0: and five here today. I think one
1: hundred and eight today.
0: Oh, mercy. it's okay.
1: You know, it's yep. okay.
0: Nothing we don't expect here in the Central no. Valley of California. And you know? I
1: was thinking about that before we started this. And I went, I
0: expect it to be hot today. There you are. You're not disappointed?
1: I'm not disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be shocked what if great, it was anything different. What this a great segue. This is what I expect. Because guess what? The newscasters told me I can walk outside. His, and history says. History says it's going to be hot. So here we are. That's a great
0: uh, intro to yes. our topic uh, uh, in this episode. This is actually part two of what we call expectation and disappointment. Uh, we mentioned last episode that we put it at around 80% of all marital conflict, the tough moments, uh, one man calls it the the moments of heated fellowship mm-hmm. between husband and wife is because of failed expectation. Yes. And the tragedy is most of these expectations are, uh, that go unmet. Or failed and causing this kind of frustration, we don't even know each other have them.
1: No, they're, they're not creeping even, they're around not, in the
0: background. They're, they're right? not
1: spoken about. You don't even realize consciously that you have them exactly until they're failed, that's and what, then then you know.
0: That's what makes them so dangerous, mm-hmm. right? That's why we, I love the Lord. I love the Word of God because this is where God has made expectation of His children so clear for right. us is in His Word. There's no. There's no. Confusion no. between, shouldn't be between man and God. How love, to
1: have a relationship with no. Him.
0: I was thinking about this. I love Micah 6. This is actually one of the first verses that I can remember memorizing as a brand new mm. believer like a zillion years ago. But Micah 6 6 says, uh, With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before Him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams? In other words, The author here is saying, what what do I need to do? What is the expectation between God and me? Uh, 10,000 rivers of oil. Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the first of my body for the sins of my soul? So he's going, what does the Lord require of me? And then in verse eight, we have this simple declaration. He's shown you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justly, to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Isn't that awesome?
1: He makes it easy.
0: He makes it clear. But
1: yet, but yet it's so hard.
0: Yeah. At times. Do justly, yep. love, love mercy, that. and walk humbly with God. That's what the Lord desires of all mm-hmm. of us. So mm-hmm. He's His Word has made it really clear all through the Word of God, the expectations of God upon right. our life. And honestly, they're summed up there with walking humbly with God. Mm-hmm. So cool. Anyway, now it's not quite as clear between husband and wife, is it? No. We ended last episode with a starting point Mm -hmm. to get the question answered, what can Charlene expect from me? What does she expect from me? And what can I legitimately expect from her? We started with simply the things that we vowed to love, honor, and cherish through better for worse, richer for poorer, sickness and health, meaning no matter what the circumstances of life, my vow is to behave that way until one of us dies and goes in peace with Jesus. So there, in a simple way, that vow comes back to us as a way to at least one component uh, of solving this dilemma of how do I get down to brass tacks? What am I allowed to respect, expect from Shawnee, and what is she allowed to expect right. from me? And then
1: that's there's just the overarching um, criteria. And now we're going to go into practical things. I'm I'm a very practical person. I'm a hands-on person. So when I hear scripture, I have to always know how does that apply to my life? Yeah, Because I can hear it, memorize it, but I don't understand exactly how to make it work day to day. Right, And so that's what we're trying to do with scripture, make it practical so you can live your life in righteousness joy and peace right in your marriage in the lord yep. and and you can have that kind of marriage that is an example to the world that that jesus is alive right on
0: okay so um th- this is the way we've always pictured this if if i if my heart were a a container right we come into marriage with that container our heart has Hundreds, maybe even thousands.
1: Mine probably has thousands
0: <laughs> of expectations. You, you might
1: have about fifty. And
0: they range from <laughs> spiritual to financial to sexual expectations within a marriage, communication, time management expectations, how we parent, uh, how well she cooks the pot roast. Man, they get there's mm-hmm. just there's just hundreds that we come in with. So what we advocate is just pour them all out. Mm-hmm. Pour them all out, every single one. But that doesn't work either, right? Because no. now, uh, what? She can do anything, or I can come home or not come home tonight. Mm-hmm. I can, and that doesn't work to have no expectations. So, what we're after is the expectations upon which we can build mm-hmm. a really powerful and strong married relationship. In other words, some re- um, expectations are right on those ones that we vowed. Mm-hmm. We, she has a legitimate right to them, so that if I fail them, of course she's gonna be frustrated. She's got to talk to me about it, right? So, but there's a so, so these things that we're giving you now, like the vow, that's a filter Mm -hmm. that you put over your heart now that's empty. We've poured them all Mm -hmm. out. The filter number one, so that we're only letting back in to my heart the things that I expect from Charlene are only the things that she vowed to me Mm -hmm. love, honor, and cherish, right? So if she fails those, then we got to talk about it. Of course, I'm going to have some natural frustration Mm -hmm. if she's making me feel disrespected or unloved or me, her, right? So that's filter number one. Mm -hmm. I'm only allowing back in my heart the expectations that are in alignment with the marriage vow that we spoke to each other. Number two, here's a second filter, Um, things biblically revealed. Uh,
1: this is a big one.
0: Yeah. Family, you need to write that down somewhere. Mm-hmm. What can I expect from Charlene? The things that have been biblically revealed that even God expects from me or her.
1: In any relationship. In
0: how we behave towards, towards other people. Any or any relationship. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So let me just read a couple of passages just, again, to hang a little bit of Bible on this so that we understand what we're talking about. Of husbands, the scripture says in 1 Peter 3, 7, husbands, likewise, dwell with them with understanding. That's a commandment. She should be able to expect of me, because it is biblically revealed, it's clear, it's there, it's black and white uh, in scripture, that I, at the very least, am striving to understand her. Mm -hmm. Not just that she understand me, Mm -hmm. but that... I'm trying to understand her needs, where she's frail, where she's strong, how I can give her the highest life possible. Go ahead, baby. You got to say something? Well,
1: I wonder why he says, husbands likewise dwell with them in understanding. He doesn't say that of the wives.
0: Right. No. I'm
1: thinking sometimes that men have no problem expressing themselves. Right. Women sometimes really have a hard time expressing themselves and they, and their view normally is different right. than a man's yeah. or different than their husband's. Well, and, and if they're
0: bullied when they do,
1: right. And then, not listened
0: to, then they mm-hmm. won't, they, they just no. won't share. No. Yeah.
1: And if they're told how they should act or should think or what they know, should be, feeling, what they or, should be yeah. feeling, and this is a real problem with men and women, especially in a woman's changing body. Yeah. And I, we, we have this a lot with our couples that we deal with. And I just want to mention it very quickly is that women have these things called hormones that are fluctuating <laughs> every day, every day yeah. of their whole life. Yeah. And they produce children. They can grow a baby in their body. Right. Okay. You got to have some major hormones to be able to grow a baby, uh, another human being in your body. And along with those hormones, it it brings out a lot of different feelings, emotions, and most men don't understand that. Right. And I, granted, I don't understand it. Sure. But in a lot of times we don't even understand ourselves, but as we try to, um, communicate with our husbands what's going on they look at us like we're a martian
0: yeah i know when we entered into that that time in our life no well it's been since the beginning right well because
1: i had you go through pregnancies you menstruate every single month sure there's hormones going on and changing every day and fluctuating this i think and i was
0: with uh, let's be legit i was without understanding understanding. And and
1: i and rightly so
0: right But again, here's our point. The command is Mm -hmm. husbands dwell with them with understanding. Mm -hmm. Men, listen to me. This is a a command. Mm -hmm. Charlene, your wife, should be able to expect from you a degree, an attempt Mm -hmm. to understand them. And this is no joke hard to Mm -hmm. do because we don't think alike uh, much of the time. And so dwelling with her with understanding is something that uh, is part of what she should be able to expect from mm-hmm. my life. It goes on in that passage uh, again, First Peter three seven, giving honor to the wife. Now we many of us know Ephesians five, where the wife is called to honor mm-hmm. her husband, right? Mm-hmm. As the oh, Lord. That's,
1: that's quoted a lot, right?
0: Now <laughs> men don't know often or have never read First Peter three seven, where it is required of them biblically mandated that they honor their wives. Isn't that interesting, Mm -hmm. right? So when we talk about what expectations Charlene can have of me, the filter now, first one was the vow, the things I vowed to her. The second one is the things biblically revealed. She should be able to expect that I'm trying to understand. Mm -hmm. I'm working hard at it. She should expect that I am willing to honor her at times and elevate her uh, even above myself. And and there's, she has that same call right, in her life mutual. in Ephesians 5. Uh, it goes on, as to the weaker vessel and being heirs together of the grace of life. We all know, many of us, uh, Ephesians 5, verse 25.
1: Wait, you didn't read the, the last part that your prayers may not oh, be hindered. Well,
0: yeah, there you go.
1: So that's this, a frightening thing, isn't it? Well, it goes straight into your walk with the Lord Absolutely. too. Absolutely. How we dwell with our spouses affects our walk with the
0: Lord. Big time. And our walk with the Lord affects how we do it with our spouses.
1: Yeah, totally. It's kind of yeah. back and forth, back and forth.
0: Ephesians 5, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. This yeah. this calls a man. There should be a level. Please hear me here. There should be a level of sacrifice that Sharnin can legitimately expect from me. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to love her the way that Jesus loves me, I can't do that without sacrifice, that Jesus's love is made visible, uh, is revealed through what he was willing to give his own life for us. So there's a a degree of sacrifice that is an acceptable expectation on on my wife's part. And when I am living a selfish life, Unyielding, unwilling to sacrifice. Of course, she's going to be wounded by that and hurt by that. This is what we mean by things biblically revealed. Uh, there's the wives aren't off the hook, right? To the wives, the the scripture says uh, in Ephesians five: wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. It calls for that submission. Uh, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, right? So these are just biblically revealed things mm-hmm. that. We can legitimately expect from one another doesn't mean we won't fulfill them all the time. We all sin in many ways we'll we'll wound each other here, but that means they have a legitimate right to come to us mm-hmm. and say, "Hun, look, can we talk about this? This hurt me mm-hmm. right, and I didn't feel honored or I didn't feel loved or you were unwilling to sacrifice at all, right. Uh, Titus 2 verses 1 through 4, to women and men here, but as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine. He goes on, that the older men, here's a biblical call, be sober, reverent, temperate, sound in faith, in love, in patience. And then he goes on to speak to women, older women, likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanderers, not given to wine, teachers of good things, that they admonish even the younger women to love their husbands and to love their children. Mm-hmm. So this is just a small smattering of the many verses in Scripture that call us to a certain way of living together, right? Mm-hmm. And anything that the Bible calls, because we are professing believers, mm-hmm. to, to we profess to live under right. the Lordship of Christ, and this under is, the authority of His Word.
1: Uh-huh. This is His words to us. This is this it. This is His speaking of what is required.
0: Yep. And anytime Charlene who, by the way, is my wife is unafraid to g- graciously and humbly call me out when there's behaviors that affect her that are clearly unbiblical.
1: Well, I wasn't always.
0: No. No, we've had but to develop.
1: We've had to develop that over the years because— and we'll, we will get into some major communication skills, but our communication skills weren't great when we were in conflict. Right. And— I've, Much better today. Oh, really? Much better today because we have practice, practice has made almost perfect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it takes what forty six years. <laughs> oh, great. Um, but it, 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 you know, always hasn't been easy.
0: So, so let's ask the question: What can you expect from your spouse? Number one, the things they vowed to you in their wedding oath. Uh, number two, the things clearly biblically revealed from the Word of God right? And now number three, and this one is the tough one, because when I open my Bible, it doesn't answer all the questions of life. Example.
1: Who's going to take care of the pool?
0: Right. Or the flower bed, or who leads in prayer, or Mm -hmm. who keeps the checkbook, or even one of the big arenas is sexual intimacy. Mm -hmm. How many times or encounters a week or a month should I, as a man, expect in our intimate life together as husband and wife from Charlie. Well, I can't turn to page 294 in my Bible where it says, okay, if you're 52 years old or younger, you should expect 2.3 times uh, per week. You, you're, you just don't get that in the scripture. Mm-hmm. It, te- it does give us some guideline. It says not to defraud yourself or keep yourself mm-hmm. for a long period of time. But what is a long period of time? It does not say. And a long period of time for the Jones family— couple might be different than the long period of time for the Sowers couple, mm-hmm. right? And we just know that Charlene needs to understand what a long period of time is for me. And
1: vice versa, and what a long period versa. of time for, right. is for me. Right.
0: So with all of the little details of life that the Bible doesn't specifically reveal to mm-hmm. us, we have to have one more filter. Right. Here it is. You ready? The first one, the vow. Second one, things biblically revealed. And here's the last one. And this is language we encourage you to use and to understand. Only the things mutually agreed upon as necessary and attainable.
1: Can I interject right here? Totally. Okay. So one quick story. I won't take too long, but I was really feeling that we should be uh, working out at the gym. We got into our 50s and I thought, you know what? These old bodies aren't going to make it in ministry for too long if we continue to do nothing. Yeah. Not that we were doing nothing, but we needed to be intentional we stay healthy. Yeah. about our staying strong. So, I had been going to the gym and just trying to work out and I was asking Kenny, I one night I said, "Hey, honey, do you, do you think that you could go to the gym with me?" And we start working out together because his back was getting bad. And, you know, he's not the 25-year-old guy that he was. And he looked at me, literally looked at me and said, no, I don't want to go to the gym.
0: I said, yeah, that's not going to happen.
1: No, I was, I went to the, you know, I did the gym thing when I was in high school. I'm not doing it again. And that's what he said. I went, well, can you just go once with me maybe? And, and you just see if it's okay. I can take a guest. And he goes, no, I'm not going to go. And I'm I'm looking at him going and we practice this expectation disappointment a lot. And I'm looking at him going, I can't believe you're not willing to, to come my way at all. Not even a little. right? And, and he says, I'm not in it. And then so I just went, Oh, okay. And I was disappointed that he wouldn't even try to compromise. And, so about two or three days later go by, and and I was praying about it. I was literally disappointed in him, and I'm not disappointed in my husband that often, Liter- just disappointed in his attitude. And he he came up to me and after two or three days, and I didn't say anything else to him, but I think he knew, sure, that I was disappointed. And he said, "You know, I'll I'll go with you once." I said, "That's all I want you to do," you know. And we went and now he loves the gym, but that's another story. But it was, it was really neat the way that happened. I didn't scream and yell at him that he wasn't willing to go my way. I did pray about it because I was, I was feeling resentment towards
0: him. Let's work this through the filter of what we're talking about, right? Because this is a great example, Mm -hmm. hon. Me not going, she wanted to expect.
1: Right. But, and I was trying to get an expectation. Right. Here. And
0: I wasn't going to go there. I'm not stepping in that trap. Right. I, right? I, I, agree. I agree. So, so any anger she had at me was display was right. misplaced. But I, I
1: wasn't angry, and she
0: didn't get angry. I was. Disappointed. It did disappoint her, yes. but she she never let it fester or mm-hmm. get angry at me uh, or anything like that. Uh, for me, what that started was again. I mentioned in the last episode mm-hmm. the thing that kills a couple that was that can was right. was hurting us is the gap between what she expected or wanted to expect, and what I was achieving mm-hmm. or attaining. Mm-hmm. And and the further, that was a big gap. She wanted to expect something, something. and I was attaining zero. Right, I wasn't going to do it, right? So the way we address that, and again, let's start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Did I promise her in our wedding that I would work out in my 50s? No. No, nope. okay. you didn't. Does the Bible, is it clearly revealed that I'm supposed to be? By- well,
1: he says, keep your temple... Uh- isn't there yeah. a verse in there somewhere that yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're reaching now, baby? So, so there's it's un, but it's unclear whether right. that means and, and then how many times at the gym and for right. how long? It's un- and, unclear. Okay, so, unclear. so it's unclear. This is why this third filter is so critical for mm-hmm. every couple, because what we did was I realized, okay, wait, time out. I'm attaining zero, mm-hmm. and she has this hope that I keep my body right so I can serve the Lord at the pace, well, at, trying, at a radical yeah, pace right. that we live for a long time. So we began this process mm-hmm. and this is yes, how we did.
1: This is how we did. This it.
0: works. Okay. I'll go one time. Can we agree to that? Yes. Okay. And then pretty soon that deal is evolving, but her expectation is being lowered. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be Arnold, right? <laughs> in the gym, right? Right so and and i'm raising the bar and this is what happens gang this is what we're explaining the bar of expectation has to be lowered while the bar of what's being attained is raising and a great marriage
1: mm-hmm. when
0: you have a different take on things and an expectation which is you have a
1: lot of oh, different takes in on in a lot of so things so many different arenas right. right
0: is the ability to close that gap mm-hmm. where eventually we make a common agreement, a mutual agreement that we'll go about this often. We'll use memberships in the gym like this and we'll work on this. And it's a realistic, attainable expectation that now if I look at her and and I just don't go, well, then I've somehow.
1: Or if you say, I'm not willing to do anything to help my body stay. Right. In shape, right. so you don't. You're not right. flat on your back with back problems.
0: So when you when I ask couples, I say, so how do we close this gap? Because mm-hmm. the gap's killing us. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to expect this, but the attainment. Let's say a cleaner house,
1: right, right,
0: or a more active right. intimate life, right. When someone comes and says, "Can I?" expect this. I, I don't want to be disappointed anymore. I'm not entitled mm-hmm, to any mm-hmm. anger. We've never had this agreement. The Bible's right, unclear. Right. Right. How so, can
1: we, how can we work this out?
0: So you know what I expect and my expectations are I realistic. What I
1: can expect. Yes. What I can expect.
0: So the dialogue starts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And, um, it closes that gap a little bit at a time until finally there's a life in the middle of these things. hmm That is where great marriages resolve expectation, disappointment.
1: Nobody gets their total expectation. Nope. And nobody gets to do nothing.
0: It's, it's, we all have a perfect world. My perfect world would be my body stays in shape and I never go to a gym.
1: That's a perfect perfect world. Well, that would be mine too.
0: We have this regimented life together and we, right. So, but it was certainly your ex, your perfect world was a lot more than where we were. Yes. And this is what Charlene was saying. Nobody gets their perfect world. Uh-uh. You close that gap. Now, when you ask couples, well, what does that look like? They say, well, that's a compromise, right? They say, they use that right. word. Right. That's compromise. Mm-hmm. I go, that's awesome. That's exactly what it is. When you can't get resolved, the Bible isn't clear. Uh, it's not something I specifically promised in my vow. We have to. Compromise and close that gap between what is expected and what is being attained. The problem is, <laughs> I was just going to say, we're terrible at compromise. Yes, we are. Usually it sounds like this Well, we'll get happy when you think my way. When uh-huh. you come here and stand in my little perfect world bubble and figure this out and think like me, then we'll get happy. That's the way most people want to compromise.
1: Exactly. And even in this, is what I hear from women a lot. Well, he's supposed to be the spiritual leader, he should be leading me in prayer every night and he should be doing this and he should be i don't know what they think that their husband should be some pastor to them but
0: they're just sure he's failing spiritually yeah
1: and then when when he when they talk to him well you should be my spiritual leader well the guy's going i don't even know what that looks like Right. and they're left feeling totally inadequate not knowing what their wife expects, their wife doesn't even know what she right. expects, Good point. but it was all, it's always a failure and disappointment. Right. And pretty soon what I see a lot of men, especially doing is their wives have so many expectations of them. I'm included. I have much more expectations of you than, than you have of me.
0: I think so. And like, that's true.
1: They, the, the husband feels it could be the wife, whichever one. It's personality-driven a lot. But they always feel like a failure. Oh. And the other one is always constantly disappointed. So they live in this cycle of, well, why try anything? She's never going to be happy. Or he's never going to be happy. I can never keep the house clean enough. right? And he always wants it cleaner. And, and why even try? Yep. And I hear this over and yep. over and over again. Well, he's never going to lead us in worship and prayer. And he won't even... He's never one that suggests we go to church. He's not my spiritual leader, and and he's like, why try? I can never please her. And I think that th- this is a tool yeah. that can help you bridge those gaps right. and get you closer together. Will you? Will it annihilate all expectations? Yeah. No. But right. then you have a way to talk a about way
0: through that. it mm-hmm. to find the, the middle ground. Right. Right. Where there is a middle expectation ground, expectation is adjusted and what's being attained is adjusted and right. you meet in that middle ground. And this can happen over your intimate life, mm-hmm. your financial life, mm-hmm. uh, how clean the house is. You, 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 name, you name it. the issue, you're going to have to meet somewhere wh- where you're breaking the cycle of this constant disappointment right. and frustration and somebody feeling like a failure, right?
1: Now the issue is, what I find, what we have issues with at times, is the communication skills to get here. To
0: get there. Most couples don't have. Because it,
1: it, it, this can bring on a lot of conflict. Right. And it, it could have with me and Kenny, even when I just said this about the gym, we could have gotten a really big fight over it. Mm-hmm. We didn't because, yeah. you know, it's like I can't push him, make him do something he doesn't want to do. But I was disappointed. Sure. And that's when a lot of times you go to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. You pray together. You say, "Lord, if you have two people willing and wanting to get resolve over an issue, you bring the Lord into it yep. every time yeah. and pray together."
0: That's what happened Couple, to me.
1: Couples don't my, do this. My heart yeah.
0: softens, right? And uh, was willing to yield and mm-hmm. begin to attain more, right? right? So here let, we're running out of time. Let's wrap this up real quick. In, in the bottom line, is the failed expectation is the source of most of, by far, the lion's share of the conflict Mm -hmm. in any human relationship, marriage included, parent, children uh, in the workspace, um, stuff like that. There's um, always uh, expectations not being met, which creates frustration, Mm -hmm. anger, resentment, Mm -hmm. and finally self-pity. So we've got to have a way to only hang on to the right expectations mm-hmm. that build a strong and vital marriage. The way you do that, again, is you start from scratch. I'm going to get rid of all the weird ones that I came in with and stuff that it, I don't even know what they are. and Or
1: I'm not going to get bummed out about those right. weird ones. We're going to talk about it. Right.
0: And then And then you start allowing mm-hmm. to sift into your heart the expectations that are, number one, in line with what you vowed on your wedding day, mm-hmm. She does or he does have a right to expect what you included in that oath on your wedding. Number two, the things that the scriptures hold us to, Mm -hmm. that God has revealed in his word that men and women, how we're to behave towards one another and how we're to conduct our life. And then number three, which is the hardest of all, Mm -hmm. is only the things mutually agreed upon as both necessary Mm -hmm. for our relationship. Mm -hmm. Is intimacy seven days a week necessary? No. I, I've never. I've do, I've done hundreds of funerals in my life as as a shepherd, and I haven't buried one person who died <laughs> because a lack of sex. Okay, not one. So no, it's not necessary. But something more might that is attainable mm-hmm. might become necessary. Mm-hmm. Where once every two months isn't going. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't live on that. Right. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is going to literally press me to the wall. So. So you've got to find something there where it takes a lot of dialogue, a lot of talking, to reach that place in the middle that becomes clear where it is attainable, and no one is frustrated.
1: And it can't right. just be one person always asking the other one, no, nope. to try to attain more, to attain more, right. to attain more, right? Because everyone has their their things that they would this like to true. see their spouse attain more, and sometimes. One that is so aggressive in their demands, yeah. it's like I can't please yeah, them anymore, no, and then they no. shut down. And that's they what totally I mean. shut mean. Is down. this really
0: necessary? Right. That's where it's okay for the other person to say, "Is it really necessary mm-hmm. that the house is that spotless mm-hmm. or this orderly or or whatever?" And those, that's where the compromising right. comes in, and I and want, the lowering of the bar of expectation. Yes, and I want
1: I want to tell you too that we had an issue in our life, and it took us. 10 years of going back and going back and going back. This didn't happen overnight. We didn't come to that agreement where we were both happy living in this. In one conversation. Yes. No, no. It it took us 10 years to finally say, okay, I understand what you're saying now. I understand how important this is to you. That's a great point. I understand. And then you were understanding. I understand how I could make you feel this or that. Can we live in here, in this area, we both compromised and we both made a decision and said, we can do that. And we have never, since then, that was year 12. We have never, ever had an argument over this, that arena again.
0: It broke that cycle of frustration and failure. But it
1: took a long time. Yeah. So,
0: we'll, Let me leave you guys with this thought that uh, in the end, what we're saying is if you are suffering from frustration, anger, a deepening, bitter resentment, and a whole lot of self-pity, it's quite possible that it's over something that, that you don't have the right to be angry about. It's an expectation that's floating around in your heart, but it is neither biblically revealed you've never talked about it. It's never been mutually agreed upon where your spouse, uh, what spits in their hand and give, give, give me the old handshake. We got a deal now. It's that's never been achieved. Then dear ones, you have no right to that frustration. You've got to let that go and keep working until there is a mutual agreement that it is necessary and it's attainable by your partner until you have that then you commit those things to prayer, you wait on the Lord, you patiently keep working and talking through it. Now, some things are clear, they're biblically evident, mm-hmm. biblically revealed, mm-hmm. or they're within that promise I made Charlene at our wedding to, to treat her with respect. If I treat her without respect, uh, that's just a lie, I, then mm-hmm. I've become a liar, right? So, so these are those three filters that are so important to work through the expectations that I allow in my heart of Charlene or that she allows in her heart of me. Because we come in with so many and some of them are so bizarre. We don't even know where we got them. They're not biblical. We've never talked about it. But there we are frustrated right. over and angry and over at each other. And yeah, and over
1: yeah. This should have probably been a three-parter because this is one of the m- hugest tools. That it's a big one. We'll we probably have. come
0: back to it many times. It,
1: it, it, we sure. will. And, you know, I just want to end with that we're talking about two people that are committed to their marriage and committed to the Lord. Right. Now if you're not if if one person is committed to the Lord and only one commit is committed to the marriage, you can't necessarily have these discussions with some yeah. people. It's it's yeah, impassable. Yeah. But Keep praying. Keep hanging in there. Yeah. Keep praying. If you're that spouse that wants to have the the a uh, marriage that is glorifying to the Lord, but you have another spouse that's unwilling, then you keep praying. Yep. And keep asking God Don't to do quit, what guys. go what God does. Yep. He he's a God of all miracles.
0: Awesome. Big tool, right, hon? It's huge. Yeah. This is a big one. One that we're in the middle of all the time. Mm-hmm. It's it's operating between us all the time. All the time. When there's frustration. And someone's growing angry or, or upset, then th- we have to start talking because it's probably something that isn't bi- biblically clear. It's something that we need to resolve together through compromise, getting that middle ground where great marriages are lived out.
1: And it's still, there you're going to have failed expectations. Yeah. Let's face it; yep. nobody's married to Jesus here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> this is true. You
1: know, we're 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 all sinners, and we need a lot of grace and a lot of mercy. All
0: right. Listen, thanks for being with Mm -hmm. us. Uh, God bless you guys. It's great going over these things with you and just sharing our heart with you. Remember every day that your marriage really does matter. It does. Mm -hmm. God bless you. Bye-bye.